this is Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santopadre, and this is Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions. Once again, we're recording at Nutmeg with our engineer, Frank Verderosa, and we're once again joined by Paul, I serve no purpose here whatsoever, <laughs> Rayburn. Colossal Obsessions. Hey, this is progress the first time he's introduced you, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it may be the last. Step up. I don't really know. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Two things to begin with. One, I read this tweet. Yes. Uh, Jake uh, Fogelnest. I know Jake. He's a comedy writer. Yes. He said, I love Real Gilbert's podcast. His latest conversation with Barry Levinson is great. Though I already knew that Mark Bolin from T-Rex was Jewish. <laughs> so this is this is uh, an educational show. Absolutely. We've known that from the get-go. And, and an important news story. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever told this story before about um, Danny Thomas. Really? Danny Thomas? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me tell you if Amos I have Amos Jacobs? Uh, yes. Yes. Danny Thomas, according to legend, if I've never said this before, Danny Thomas, according to legend, uh, was into lying underneath a glass coffee table Uh and having hookers get on top of the table and take a shit on the table. And some people say... He would wear a priest outfit when he was lying, when he was getting shit on. People like to put their own spin on it. Some say he dressed up in a chauffeur's uniform. I never heard that one. To pick up the hookers. Wow. But anyway, whatever everyone agrees upon is that he did like to lie underneath the glass coffee table and have hookers take a shit. On the table. Everyone agrees on that. And I don't know. the Archbishop of (laughs) Canterbury. Yes. Yes. And and, and I think they used to play Danny Boy. Oh, really? Whatever. (laughs) And so anyway, we're not screaming plagiarism. (laughs) But on the HBO show Veep, starring Julia Louis-Dreyfus, she said the following. Frank? I trust I have made myself suitably clear. As clear as the coffee table Danny Thomas had his hooker shit on. It's an American expression. (laughs) So there you go. We're influencing American culture here. You're taking credit uh, for this. Yes. I hope our lawyers are on this case. (laughs) Well, Uh, our staff. Two people who deserve credit. Uh, me and Danny Thomas were actually getting <laughs> shit on underneath the coffee table. Wow. <laughs> there are many different paths to immortality. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of mail from people about that Veep episode. I mean, that thing's been in the culture forever, uh, despite oh, yeah. Gilbert trying to take claim, <laughs> take the credit for it. But uh, it's very, it was very, very interesting to see that. Uh, if we ever get somebody from Veep on, we'll ask them. This is actually, there's the, the website, The Straight Dope, yeah. has an extended discussion of the origins sure they do. of this story. <laughs> I, I'm going to look through here and see if Gilbert and you are mentioned. Oh, uh, I would be I so would profoundly so. honored to be included. <laughs> so, 
Is that it for housekeeping? You got anything? I, I, I think so. Okay. For and now. Any news about your movie, people are asking. Oh, uh, my movie is under the strange title Gilbert. Mm-hmm. And uh, that uh, it's been getting uh, rave reviews, uh, shockingly. Yes, I, even Howard mentioned it yeah, on his show. Yeah, Howard Stern mentioned it twice already. How the hell did he get uh, yeah. a copy? Uh, did Neil I, send it to him? I, I think uh, uh, Boy Gary. Oh, there you Gary go. Gary Delabate. Okay, so what? Got so, him a copy. So stay tuned on that, and we'll let you know when the movie yeah, is available Howard to Stern see. Howard Stern liked it, yeah. Uh, there's something different this week I thought I would uh, throw at you guys because uh, we've been doing one-hit wonders. We did most uh, recently 1973, I think, was where we left off. And I was doing research for 1974 and stumbled upon this fun little thing on Wikipedia. And I thought, oh, this will make a funny episode. This is uh, – and I get to stump Gilbert with this. But this is one-hit wonders from other media. These uh-huh. are one-hit wonders by people who were not known – for being singers, oh, and right. they made the Billboard charts. We had we talked about one of those already, which was Vicki Lawrence. She's on the list. Yes. She's Vicky on the list. Vicki Lawrence, the night when the, the night the lights went out in Georgia, is on the list. So I'm going to go through these real quickly. Uh, if it takes too long, we'll we'll stop halfway through and we'll turn it into a two parter. We'll see how far we get. But Frankie, I think you have the first one queued up. And if Gilbert knows this, I know he'll know the song. But if he knows. Who the famous person singing this is, I'll be very, very impressed. So here we go. Hill and gully rider, hill and gully. Hill and gully rider, hill and gully. Hill and gully rider, hill and gully. Hill and gully rider. It's now, the banana wait, boat song. Wait, wait. I uh, it would would this be uh, Alan Arkin? How the hell did you come <laughs> up with that? <laughs> Son of a bitch! I, I feel like I can take the rest of the year off. Wow! Take the rest answering. of the certainly take the yeah. night off. How wow. did you know that the Tarriers? Alan Arkin was was with a folk group. Yes. A New York City folk group called the Tarriers. I am so proud of that. How the <laughs> hell did you come up with that? <laughs> Alan Arkin made the Billboard charts. After the hearing Billboard. that, I think we can understand why he never made the charts again. Well, it's, it's all downhill from here now because he's really impressed. We have to have Alan Arkin on the podcast. I just, we was just on The View. I got to meet him. T- tough guest. Thanks, thanks for asking. Well, I didn't ask him. <laughs> but then again, you didn't ask David Allen Greer. No, no. <laughs> I I meet these uh, various celebrities uh, almost every day. And then afterwards, uh, Frank will say to me, so uh, did you ask him to yeah. do the podcast? I'll go, oh, you know, that yeah. would have been a good thing. Just have this show, this little show. Your wife gives you grief about yeah, it, too. Yeah, the, they're celebrities, and we interview celebrities. Oh, I should have thought of that. should have. Uh, well, well on you, you've only been at this a couple of years, yes. so it's still, still new. Alan Arkin, Eric Darling, and Bob Carey uh, performed regularly in Washington Square uh, with a group called the Tarriers, a folk group. Uh, and Arkin left in 1958 to pursue acting. 
And I heard they were singing that before Harry Belafonte. I do, that I don't know, but that's cool. <laughs> they charted, if, if that's true, it's very cool. They charted number four, February of 1957. Isn't that interesting? And two guys that later joined the group were Eric Weisberg of Dueling Banjos fame. Oh, wow. And Marshall Brickman, who wrote Annie Hall with Woody, oh, Woody, Woody Allen. <laughs> and he, directed the movie Simon with Alan Arkin. Arkin. Wow, that's a, right. Weird connections. And he did a few movies with Woody Allen. Brickman, yeah. I think Manhattan, too. Yeah. And, uh, and certainly Annie Hall. So uh, there you go. Got it right out of the box, the bastard. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm leaving. Okay. That's, that's, that was both amazing and colossal. It was. Yeah. <laughs> now, that I don't... was the exact opposite of what Paul does. Here. <laughs> <laughs> he, Paul. he looks at his <laughs> you know, phone. I, on his phone, he has to you know, give him the fucking it's, information. It's the first time I've ever said anything nice about Gilbert, and here's what I get. You know? <laughs> don't, don't make a habit don't, of it. Don't make a habit of it. Now, I don't have all these queued up, but the second one, and, yes. I'm, we're go, and I'm not even going to go in order because I'm just going to do these randomly because uh, Wikipedia didn't uh, do them chronologically. But Jim Backus, Jim Backus charted with a song called Delicious. Oh. In 1958, it must have been a spoken word thing. Jim Backus and Friend. Maybe it was, the, I don't know if Magoo was around then, but July 58, <laughs> it went to number 40. And then I know you'll know this artist, Kooky Kooky, Lend Me Your Comb. Oh, Kooky Ed Burns. Ed Kooky Burns in yeah. May, May of 1959 went to number four. Kooky. Uh, Kooky, lend That's me your right. comb. I believe Connie Stevens is, this on, was, that, this is, is on that track oh, with him. Wow. 77 Sunset Strip, was that the... Ed, Ed Burns. Ed, Ed Burns, Ed yeah. Kooky Burns, right. uh, who was an actor, not a singer. Another actor who charted, and I said we're jumping around here, in August of 1976, uh, Gilbert, the song was I'm Easy. Oh, that was uh, Carradine, yes. Keith Carradine, Keith <laughs> and it was in the movie Nashville. Very good. Wow. Look at this guy. Look at this. Okay. Go on. Will you be my lifeline if I get under there? <laughs> okay. Now, here's one we actually queued up, and uh, I think uh, you'll, po- you'll probably get this one since you've worked with the man. Uh, this went to uh, number four in August of 1967. Francis? It's obviously Stevie Wonder's song. Uh, yes. Uptight, everything's uh, all right. I'm right. going to say Bill Cosby. It is Bill Cosby. Very good. Very good. Did you know this song? Had uh, you ever uh, heard uh, this song? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, no, I, I've heard other songs uh, by him. <laughs> uh, Love Red, is a drunk? Uh, oh, <laughs> Henry, <laughs> you came you came without thinking. <laughs> But I sent you away, oh, Mandy, will you kiss me and stop me from shaking, oh, and I need you to lay, oh, Mandy. 
That is incredible. There, there are levels of subtlety there that are beyond. <laughs> that is jello pudding. You can't be a kid without it. <laughs> wow. I don't know where to begin. Yeah. Bill Cosby did this song, Little Old Man. Uh, in parentheses, uptight, everything's all right, which is a take on Stevie Wonder's song dedicated to his grandfather. I'm not sure what that has to do with anything. <laughs> it's from the album Silver Throat, Bill Cosby Sings. Oh, well, Silver Throat was where all those guys Gold, were. Golden Throats, yeah, I think golden those were called. Yeah, Drew Friedman like did some Anthony of those Perk, Anthony Perk, Anthony Quinn. Anthony Quinn. And, of course, right. William Shatner. Right, and- right. But I didn't know he also covered Mandy. So <laughs> we learned that today. Thank you for that, Frank, and that uh, that jello pudding interval oh, yeah, interlude. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. And now back to the show. Um, Les Crane with Desiderata. Oh, oh my God, was that? Go placidly yes. among the, yeah. That's the one. that was such a bullshit thing. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody had posters sure. of that, that they found it in some Lithuanian church. Uh, and it was, it was uh, chiseled there in like 1303. <laughs> And, and then they found out it was complete bullshit. They never they, some writer came up with that, and they came up with the church story to go with it. I didn't know that. I That's, did not know that. Know that. <laughs> we talked about Les Crane with uh, with Cliff Nesteroff when, oh. when he was here, talk show host. So a talk show host made it to number eight in 1971 uh, on the Billboard charts with that song. Les Crane was married to at one point in his life. Ooh. Tina Louise. Oh my God! There you go. So so far we had a comedian, three actors, and a talk show host, all charting. Um, Rick Dees and his cast of idiots with Disco oh, Duck. Oh yeah, I, that one I was already sure. Yeah. A, disc, yeah. a disc jockey who charted uh, in '76. Everett Dirksen, Senator Everett Dirksen. <laughs> oh God! Oh, what was he? It was called Gallant Men. Oh. In 1966, number 29. Was that a Vietnam? Uh, must be. I don't know what now, it must be. Now, must I have, remember uh, there used to be, I think it was a novelty record that came out with a guy imitating uh, Dirksen. Paul, your first I'm, assignment I'm, of the evening. I'm on it. Okay. Give that about 30 minutes. <laughs> Give it about Frank, a year. Frank, not there. you too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Mike Douglas. Mike Douglas, the talk show host. We had this when we did one, our first one hit wonders um, from 66. The men in my little girl's life. Uh, oh, boy. Mike I Douglas. don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just realized... Asking Paul a question is like throwing a dog a ball. It's like you know, I can, it gets him. I bal- not to annoy I balanced him. the question on my nose for a long time. <laughs> okay, what do you got? Anything? Nothing. We'll continue. <laughs> okay, Gil. But this, you've never asked him things before. This went to uh, number one in November of 1964. The song was Ringo. Who was the artist? Uh, yeah, I know Lauren that one. Green. Lauren right? Green. Lauren Green. Lauren Green. Yes. Lauren Green. Now, the interesting trivia about that is it was based on an actual, the song was about an actual outlaw named Johnny Ringo. But at least according to Wiki, 
uh, Ringo Starr's popularity led to the release of the song, even though it's that, not it's not about him. I think because most people thought, you know, when they heard the name Ringo, sure, sure, was thinking of him. But it's from it's from Lauren's album, Welcome to the Ponderosa. Did you have that LP? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got laid from listening to that album. Three through what was it? What was the line from Jackie Gale? A, a sixty-year-old father with three fifty-seven-year-old sons. <laughs> About Bonanza, calling back to the Barry Levinson episode. Um, okay, here's one that's a. Uh, I don't have this queued up either, but here's one that's a tribute to our friend Jimmy Webb, and I think you know where I'm going with this. Richard Harris. Oh, okay. Uh, let me see if I remember this song correctly. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, wait, wait. No. Watch that first line of this. Fuck. What's the first line of 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 uh, MacArthur Park? Yeah. The song is. Someone left the cake out in the rain. Uh, no, I don't think that, no, that's, that's, that's the, the main. Part. Spring was never waiting for a spring was never waiting for a girl. <laughs> it ran one step ahead on the ground that we walked. MacArthur's Park is melting in the dark. All the sweet green, green icings icing. flowing down. Someone left the cake out in the rain. I don't think that I can take it. Sorry, Jimmy. Because it took so long to bake it. And I'll never have that recipe again. Oh, no. Now you know why Jimmy only wanted to do the chorus. Jimmy Jimmy has revised the score of that song to include the notes that Gilbert, only Gilbert can. (laughs) Jimmy was sitting in this very chair two weeks ago. And now now there are a bunch of stray dogs outside. There are are claw marks in this chair that I'm pretty sure were left by Jimmy. In in my typical fashion of being way behind the conversation, I have something on Everett Dirksen. Okay, yes. Okay. I'm impressed that you knew the first line of MacArthur Park. Well, I've worked. I'm, I'm practicing. Uh, so in 67, he had a surprise hit with Gallant Men, we knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, he won a Grammy Award for Best Spoken Word Album. And that's where the comedian Bill Minken uh-huh. came in, who had the brilliant idea of using Dirksen's dramatic voice to use the Let's Get Sexy lyrics of Wild Thing oh, by the Drugs yes, uh, yes. with the nom de comedy of Senator Everett McKinley. They had to have two sides, so on the other side, they did something with a more liberal Senator Robert F. Kennedy. It was released uh, ultimately as the A-side by Senator Bobby and the Hardly Worth It Players, and this it reached number 20. This is the song you were talking about? This is the novelty song you were thinking yeah. of? Yeah. Very good. And, this is the parody. Good find. Who was it? What was the company or place that put out those novelty ones that would have like about 10 songs you know, they go like, oh, uh, Mr. President, I have. You mean Dickie Goodman stuff? Oh, we talked that... about that on previous yeah, shows. Yeah. I, I thought Dickie would be a good guest, and then I found out that he committed suicide. Well, uh, that's when we asked him to do this <laughs> while, show. A while back. So, <laughs> so, so the, this, the guy, this guy, Jaws you don't know this be coming here. Bill Minken. I, I never heard of Bill Minken. Okay, so he, Bill uh, Minken. He became, he, became, <laughs> he became friends with Martin Scorsese with, and had bit parts in Taxi Driver and the King of Comedy and hosted, damned. for 20 years, he hosted the King Biscuit Flower oh, Hour. Of course. That's a, that's a yes. very popular show. Shame on me for not knowing him. Okay. 
We'll move on past <laughs> MacArthur Shame Park. Shame on me for kissing you with my eyes closed. Do you remember what movie that's from? Behind no, the green that, door? No. That <laughs> that thing you do. Oh, gosh. Uh, I yes. love that movie. I'm going to bring that, I, that, that up I, on a future show. I've wasted a million kisses Kid. on you. <laughs> kisses that I thought meant something. Shame on me for kissing you with my eyes closed. Oh, my God. That's and awesome. Thought, that's awesome. And when, when I heard Tyler. that, I thought, give me a fucking break. Yeah. yeah. Well, the rest yeah. of that movie is pretty damn good. Yeah. It's got a lot of special things in it. Uh, you you know now why I didn't queue up MacArthur Park because I pretty I was pretty, pretty <laughs> it's, confident it's sort of perpetually queued up sure. and <laughs> it's queued up in, in here. How about the song Heartbeat number five in Ooh. September of 1986 by an actor? Uh, I'll give you a hint, known for his stubble, his famous stubble, Ooh. and his white uh, and his what's white his name? Miami oh, Miami wait, Vice. Yes, yeah, Don Johnson, Don Johnson. Don Johnson. Uh, Cheryl Ladd, who came up recently on this show when oh, we just yes, had, uh, we had Ronnie Shell. Because her father, Alan Ladd, used to like to gather actresses. Our father-in-law. Yeah, yeah, our father-in-law. <laughs> and he'd stand naked as they circled him dancing and singing. <laughs> never... Oh, he would be holding a chicken at the time. <laughs> and these actresses would circle him and start dancing and singing, going, Just they got the fuck that. Chicken! I, I never excellent. Heard, I yes. never heard this story before. Yeah, no, no. Never, no. How, about the, how about the Danny Thomas one? Yeah, yeah. That, that one oh, I've never told here's before. Here's what Sarah Silverman, I did find this. Sarah Silverman has repeatedly said in her act that the Danny Thomas sandwich at Cantor's Deli is, <laughs> is, <laughs> wait, is suspiciously called the number two. Oh, God bless her. God bless her. <laughs> We gotta get her on the show. Uh, but this is a banner episode. You got the Danny Thomas story and the Alan Ladd story oh in, one ep- God. in one episode. And, and we're not done yet. Overload. Uh, Cheryl Ladd's ex-father-in-law. Oh yes. By the way, just to be precise, I guess, I guess there's no way you could segue me into a Caesar Romero. I don't see it. I'm not at the end of the list yet. Keep the faith. Uh, let's see. Of course, we talked about this one, and you sang it, and this is uh, Vicki Lawrence. Uh, again, number one. Uh, oh, by the way, the Cheryl Ladd song was called Think, Think It Over, and it went to number 34 in 1978. Vicki Lawrence with The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia, number one of April of, uh, in April of 1973. And we told the story behind that. That it was written, I think, for Cher. And That's Sonny right. Bono thought that advised her not to do it because he thought that they would alienate their southern fan base. Oh, geez. And Bobby Russell, who was Vicki Lawrence's uh, husband who wrote the song, she said, I'll do it. Went into the studio and I, heaven knows what they were thinking at the time. Well, okay. Let her do it. And she did. She's fine. One number one. Number one. Yeah. One of the biggest songs of 1973. So that's a fun story. Um, here we go. 1956, Gil. This went to number 10, December of 1956. And, uh, who do you think charted with the song rock a Your Baby with a Dixie Jerry Melody? Jerry Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> rock my baby with a Dixie Melody. <laughs> Frankie, can you turn down my headphones, please? <laughs> there you go. You can turn mine off. Turn them up. Absolutely. I'll turn them up. 
I turned it all the Could way you up. You also turned my ears off. <laughs> uh, yep, 1956. How about that? December, December of 1956. Uh, number ten. Rockabye. Your so there's our first comedian who actually charted. We've had a talk show host, uh, actors, an actress, a U.S. senator, a disc jockey. Oh well, our second comedian. So Bill Cosby. How about that? Did you but, know that Jerry Lewis had made the Billboard charts? Oh uh, yes, top, yeah, that was a, a big hit. Top back forty then. with Jolson. Co- yes, covering. But Jolson. he was was he not beaten by his son Gary, uh, Gary Lewis, who yes, did Gary Mudd did better than number this ten? Didn't he? Who yeah. wants to buy this, this diamond, diamond ring? She took it off her finger now. <laughs> it doesn't mean a thing. Oh, this diamond ring doesn't shine for me anymore. anymore. And this diamond ring doesn't mean what it did before. So if you find someone to love like I did, make sure there's love behind it. Bum, bum, bum. That's amazing. He's got this voice that could stop time. Right. And yet... He's he's strangely in key. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm not a musician. Emphasis on the word strangely. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Frank. I I should release an album titled Strangely in Key. Well, who, was, who was it that was in here that was complimenting his singing? A music. We had a musician. John, yeah. Was who was it? John Murray was complimenting him. John on the Murray. That he was yeah, John Murray. <laughs> I think Jimmy Webb also. But you I, know. I I think the, the the key with Gilbert is not not the key but the pathos. Yes. The, the emotion. When you want someone to love you, count me too. And if I'm not first one on your list, then count me blue. <laughs> oh, it's Gary Lewis count again. Count on yeah. me. He That's right. We could get Gary on the show. He's oh, around. He's a friend to. of Howard Kalins, yes. and uh, I think he's toured with uh, Ron Dante, another future guest. Uh, so we'll make that happen. Uh, okay, here's another one. Everybody loves a clown, so why don't you? Everybody laughs at the things that I say and do. Everybody laughs when they see me coming, but you don't laugh. You just go home running. Why don't you see that I'm just playing a part? Of a clown with a broken heart. Wow. Needing all your love and not knowing where to start. <laughs> you, you, you know, did you buy every Gary Lewis? Yeah, <laughs> I, I talk about all these artists that have charted, but yeah. sometimes Gilbert singing makes me want to chart. <laughs> I got it. I don't like when I have a lot of Mexican food. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it's shared by many. All right, moving on. <laughs> that was from the Gary Lewis medley. Are you, are you sure you're done with Gary Lewis? I hope somebody, <laughs> I hope somebody sends this episode to Gary Lewis. Uh, here's another one. We'll you've, have to send it to him. You've, yes. Here's one you've sang on the show. This went to number 35 in July of 1969 uh, by a comedian. Oh. And it was first. Yeah, I'll give you this. This will give it to you. It was first recorded by Dion. In fact, it was written by Dion. It charted in uh, initially uh, uh, 1968. Um, the singer was Mom's Mabley. Oh, I got this of gray. No, that's not oh, it. Oh, <laughs> does, does everybody that's hear? The one. 
No, my old friend Mark. That's it. Can you tell me where he's gone? Oh my God. Does Whoopi know about your mom's neighbor impression? Did, did she? Did she cover Dion's version? Or she he, did. He, he he charted in '68. He went to number four, and Mom's went to number thirty-five in '69. With her uh, heartrending version of Abraham Martin and John. See, and when Whoopi was on the show, I brought up that I, I remember hearing uh, Mom's Mabley on Merv Griffin. Oh yeah, or it's she would say Merv Griffin and awful preacher, and and she's saying. Well, he didn't read and he didn't write, but he was nobody's fool. That's why he could never be the, the shamus, shamus of, of the, the shul. shul. <laughs> <laughs> did Whoopi know the shamus of the shul? I think she I remember. did. She knows a lot yeah. about Moms yes. Mabley, having done that film. Okay, this is gonna be our this is gonna be our last one, and we will stop here and we'll do this as a two-parter since you're having so much fun with it, and I've got another 15 <laughs> songs that we'll never get through in this one. And this one's queued up. Now, if you know this singer, all I'll say is he's been mentioned on the show a time or two. Cesar Romero. No. Uh, this went to number 25. Danny Thomas. No. Nope. No. <laughs> Heart of Glass by Danny Thomas. Uh, 1962, number 25, Frank. Did you say I've got a lot to learn? Oh. Well, don't think I'm trying not to learn. Boy. Since this is the perfect spot to learn, yeah, teach me tonight. Teach me tonight is the song. And he was a comedian? No. No. He was an actor. An actor? Still is an actor. He's still with us. Oh. He's still with us, and he has not sued this show yet. Oh, my God. That's a hint. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) There could be so many people. Oh, God. Uh, Mr. George Maharis. Oh, my God. George Maharis. Yes. 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 And I think the production... Uh, the producer on that was Perfecto Tellies. <laughs> yeah, and it was and, recorded in a mobile station. Yes. <laughs> That's why the acoustics are so good. Because uh, he needed that good reverb. Sammy Kahn's uh, Teach Me Tonight was recovered covered by everybody. <coughs> Frank, what do you got on Teach Me Tonight? It, it was a Tellus release. A Tellus release. Yeah, because oh, George, George Maharis, Shame on you. for those who don't know, uh, he was a handsome actor, TV actor on Route 66, and he was arrested for performing uh, sexual acts on a fellow named Perfecto Tellies. <laughs> yes, a hairdresser. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that name, you'd have to Perfecto, be a hairdresser. You know, it's interesting you mentioned uh, uh, the Danny Thomas story coming up on Veep. Perfecto Tellez, or Tellis, yes. was a name of a character on Arrested Development. Oh, okay. So Mitch Hurwitz and the people behind Arrested Development. Even though that was years ago, I'm still saying they got it from me. Okay. Yeah, okay. The, uh, the, the, for the George Maharis tune, Teach Me Tonight, the 7-inch yeah. 45 record is available on Amazon. 
Okay. For those of you who want to rush out and buy a copy. And speaking of seven inches, that's why he was arrested. <laughs> I let him take that one. Yeah. <laughs> I just said, no, no, give him, give him, give him ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it's a seven inch, but when Telus is there, it's a 12 inch. Yeah. <laughs> we lost perfecto, Telus. Uh, George Maharis is still with us. Maybe yes. he'd do the show. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was covered by Chaka Khan, by Sinatra, by Sonny and Cher, by all kinds of people. Uh, teach me tonight. That's all I got. <laughs> and all I can say in closing is that this ep- this episode <laughs> this episode has the Danny Thomas story. And the uh, George Maharis and the George story. Maharis story and the Alan Ladd story. Wow, what more do you need? And well, there is one thing. One. Huh? <laughs> there is one more. Did that we is. Get, com- we, did we'll, we? We'll see if we can work Caesar in the <laughs> Caesar. second, round. Oh, yeah. second Caesar. round. But there you go. That's that is. Uh, we'll call this one one hit wonders from other media. But isn't that interesting? That's very interesting. Yeah, something different. And and you tell you it was all downhill after you got uh, Alan Arkin singing yes. the fucking banana boat. I am so uh, that was I was in shock. Very good. You want to so, take us out? Yes. With uh, you can take us out with a song, or you can take us out. Well, first I'm Gilbert Godfrey. This is Gilbert. This is. I'm Gilbert Gottfried. Who the hell else would make that claim? I was was answering every other question, but my own name I fucked up. Wasn't that a movie called I Know My Name is Gilbert? Yes. Uh, I'm Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with my co-host Frank Santopadre, and this has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing Colossal obsessions, one hit wonder, or what? Not one hit wonder. One hit wonders from other media. Five from other media. Yeah. And this has been part one. What song do you want me to take you out with? Uh, I don't know. Give us a little more Mom's Mavericks. Colossal obsessions. How about her version of Mandy? <laughs> oh, Mandy. <laughs> you came and you came without taking. But I send you away, oh man. Too many teeth. When you kiss me and stop me from shaking. And I need you today.